Welcome to the Social Media for Direct Sellers podcast with Stuart Murray. Hi everyone, I'm Stuart Murray and this is the Social Media for Direct Sellers podcast, a podcast created to help independent direct sellers just like you maximize the potential that social media offers to grow your business. Welcome to episode 10 of the podcast, which I'm sorry to say is the last in the current series. Don't be too downhearted though, as there will be a new series later this year. To round off this series, I thought it would be nice to answer some of the questions that listeners have sent to me. So let's get straight into them with question one. Sarah asks, what can I do to increase the likelihood of my posts getting shown to more of my followers? Thanks for the question, Sarah. Social networks want their users to be happy so that they keep coming back. They present users with content they believe they'll want to see based on their habits. So if your content has a high engagement rate, it stands a better chance of being presented to more people. Knowing your engagement rate will allow you to identify the types of posts that your audience likes so you can do more of the good stuff and less of the bad. Social networks will also consider the relationships that you have with your followers. People who regularly engage with your content and whose content you engage with in return are more likely to see your posts as the social network will assume you are finding each other's content valuable and are likely to continue wanting to see it. Followers who don't engage with your content and whose content you don't engage with are less likely to be presented with your content. It's a balancing act between creating valuable and engaging content that your followers want to see and interacting with your audience to build genuine relationships. Make sure that engaging with your followers becomes a normal part of your social media routine so you avoid just posting and not giving your followers any attention. This will hopefully then increase the chances of more of your followers getting to see more of your content more frequently. The next question is from Laura who asks, is it better to use a Facebook page or a Facebook group? Well, it all depends on what you want to get from them. This ultimately links back to your social media strategy. What are you wanting to achieve from using social media and which social networks and specific network features such as pages and groups will help you to achieve those objectives? If you don't have these things clearly documented, you run the risk of investing a lot of time and effort into something that isn't delivering any real business benefit for you. It's important to be clear about your target audience for each platform if you want to be successful. For example, if you're using your Facebook page to share new products and interact with customers, it doesn't make sense to post about a new incentive being launched and how it can help your downlines grow their business. This post could not only confuse your customers, it could also result in some people unfollowing your page as they don't deem the content relevant or interesting. It'd be far better to have a closed Facebook group, specifically for your team members, where you can all discuss all those business-related topics that aren't relevant or appropriate for a customer to hear. Facebook groups are a great way to build a sense of community with your team and I've seen loads of examples where sellers are using them extensively to keep in touch with their teams. Ultimately, whether it be a Facebook page or a Facebook group, the same key principles apply. Valuable content, audience engagement and consistency. 
If you want some tips on getting the most from Facebook groups, have a listen to episode seven of the podcast where I share 30 top tips. Our third question comes from Catherine and Catherine asks, how can I make myself stand out from others on social media? Well, great question, Catherine. And I think it's a question that many people have asked themselves at one time or another. The truth is that direct selling is really competitive. There are a lot of people out there offering the same or comparable products and business opportunity to you. Just think about your own direct selling company. How many sellers are there on social media from that company? Chances are there are quite a few. And when you really strip it back, all of you are offering the same products and the same business opportunity. The only point of distinction is you as an individual and you need to bring that unique point of difference to your social media. As a potential customer or lead, why would I want to choose you over any other seller from that company? Being authentic goes a long way and there's a lot of pressure to be someone on social media, but the truth is that the best person you can be is you. Don't compare yourself to others. Let your unique personality shine. Focus on your strengths, but acknowledge your weaknesses. Celebrate your achievements, work towards your own goals and set yourself boundaries. As the biggest point of distinction for your business is you as an individual, I would highly recommend being social on your social media, as this will give you an opportunity to let your unique personality shine through. So use interactive features, ask your audience how they are and what they want from you, respond to all of your followers' comments, engage with your followers' own content, let your followers see you, not just your products, Share a bit of information about yourself with your followers. And if you're brave enough, go live to your followers and even invite them to participate in those live videos. Of course, it goes without saying, but delivering valuable and varied content is absolutely crucial if you want to succeed on social media. So don't lose sight of this as well. Understanding who is offering the same product or opportunity to you is just as important. You can then look at what they are doing on their profiles, see what is proving engaging for their followers and apply it to your own content. You should never take someone else's content and call it your own, but you can of course take inspiration and create your own content based on a similar concept or idea. Reviewing your competitors is a great source of inspiration and will allow you to identify new content ideas. Our final question comes from Louise, who wants to know how she can improve her Facebook ads to get better results. There are many variables that come into play here. You need to ask yourself several questions and assess each of the different elements of your previous ads to understand what you can improve in the future. Did I have a clear objective? Was my messaging clear and concise? Was the ad visually appealing and enticing? Did I have a compelling call to action? Was the right ad type used? Was I using the right platform? And did I target the right audience? Creating ads should become a constantly evolving process where you prepare your ad, implement your ad, analyze the success of your ad and adapt your future ads based on your learnings. Before you start creating a paid ad, it is crucial that you clarify what you are looking to achieve. It's extremely difficult to achieve your goals if you don't know what your goals are in the first place. 
Understanding your business objectives will guide you when creating your ad, allow you to choose the right social network and the right advertising solution within that platform. When you have clarified what you are looking to achieve with your ad, you need to start thinking about which social network is right for that ad. All of the major social networks offer advertising options, but that doesn't mean that you should use all of them. A good place to start is to look at which social networks are performing well for you organically. Where is your content performing best? And where do you get the highest levels of interaction from your audience? This platform will be the obvious choice for your first social media ads. It is also helpful to know which networks are popular with the people you want to see your ad. Where is your target audience more concentrated, accessible and engaged? Knowing exactly who you are trying to reach with a paid ad will ensure you get the most return on your investment. Social networks offer specific targeting options for ads, but these can only be taken advantage of if you know who you are targeting. Well, doesn't time fly when you're having fun? I've loved answering your questions, but unfortunately we have come to the end of this episode and to the end of this series. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening over the last 10 weeks. Your kind comments have been very much appreciated and it genuinely warms my heart to know that I've been able to help so many of you with your social media. The podcast will be returning later this year for a second series, so make sure you've subscribed to get a notification when the new series arrives. In the meantime, you can still get your daily fix of social media hints and tips by following my Instagram profile at Stuart Murray Media. Thank you for listening and look forward to speaking to you all again very soon. Bye.